Welcome everyone to my first episode, Under the Lights. My name is Sam Orsino. I am here with Jackson Weber. How you doing? And we are going to do everything sports. So we're going to talk about a little bit of, you know, the comedy side, a little bit about the informational side. You know, we're average sports fans. We don't know above and beyond, but we can give you some fun content throughout the week. This podcast, we will be going through kind of the picks of the week. We're going to kind of focus on the NFL as it is coming up. Jump right into WTFs, a little fun segment there. We're going to focus on the Premier League a little bit. And we're also going to jump into feelings, no facts, full opinions, no facts, just what we're going with. Today, we are talking about, you know, the favorite game of the week. So, Jackson, some of the highlights of the week, we got Bills-Rams um, Thursday night. We have great the Bucks Cowboys. Not you know, it just we don't like Cowboys fans here. So we got Chiefs Cardinals. We also don't like Tom Brady. So there's that. That too. is true. And we're also going to talk about two teams that got brand new quarterbacks who are playing against their old teams, which are the Broncos v Seahawks and the Browns Panthers. So Jackson, give me a little bit of what you think about this new NFL season coming up. So I think this week one's going to be pretty good. Baker Mayfield going against his old team, the Browns. That's I hope he gets flattened by his defense. They, I mean, we don't know what happened there specifically, but well, we know something happened. We know something happened. So seeing him just get absolutely destroyed by that defense yeah. is going to be a highlight of my week. Russell Wilson leaving the Seahawks. It was kind of unexpected, honestly. Um, yeah, I th- I kind of thought he was going to retire there. A little bit, but yeah. He did sign a pretty hefty contract when he got to. He did, and he just side. signed a huge two hundred and forty-five million like dollar extension for five years with one hundred and sixty-five guaranteed. That's a that's a lot of money contract. That's, that's a huge. lot of money. It was definitely a weird jump to go to the Broncos too. I thought, but I, mean, I don't more think power they have them. a horrible team going into the season. They just had a below average. I think team they're going to end up in their division. You know, they got. Some heavy hitters in their division, so I think they're gonna end up. They're probably the bottom three, four, second or third. I feel like uh, probably third, fourth, maybe a wild card. I th- I think at the uh, best they they'll might maybe a, maybe depends get a wild on card. if if he decides to play out of his mind. But if he injures his hand like he did what last season or two seasons ago, it's uh-huh. just not gonna work out. No. So my favorite game of the week, I am looking forward to Bills Rams defending champs going after one of the biggest offenses. In this year, loaded offense. Loaded offense. They have a lot of heavy hitters in there. Uh, right now, the statistics are saying uh, Bills minus two point five, which you know what I see. But defending champs, uh, um, OBJ will be out for week one. He will, yeah. Um, but it's that Thursday night game. It's what everyone's going to be tuned in for. Football is back. I mean, so, Aaron Donald is just a monster on is. the field, and I don't. You probably saw when he had the. Huge fight at the practice. Yep. Wielding two helmets at a practice uh, session. He's a monster. The season hasn't started yet. He's a monster. And he's using two helmets as weapons. He is. That man's out for blood this season. He's getting his contract. He just won. Mm -hmm. He's feeling himself. And, you know, I thought he was going to push retirement this year. I'm not going to cap. I think a lot of people did. And I'm kind of surprised he didn't because I know he has a young family. And he does a lot of stuff outside of football. Mm-hmm. He's a great guy. And I know, you know, homegrown Pittsburgh. Went to the same high school as my father. So, you know, got to get that shout out. Went to Pitt. Jackson, let me hear your game of the week. So, my favorite game has my personal bias on it. It's the Packers and the Vikings. 
Who thought I'm we a were going to go there? Fan. Yep, he I'm is. I'm a diehard Vikings fan. But I do think this game is going to be really good. We got Aaron Rodgers, the reigning MVP, sadly, uh, still playing. No Devontae Adams, though. He's lost that. That is a big one. Abs- I mean, that was he was a weapon. He was a he was. deadly weapon last year. And um, without him, we got to see what he can do. And the Vikings are, and they still got Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, uh, Dalvin Cook, still Kirk Cousins. But Kirk Cousins is, I, I don't think he gets enough uh, props. He does pretty good. He is he has not his moments. a great quarterback, no. but I think he fills the role that they need. At times. At times. He Other times, he definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. He feels the pressure, but there are some times where he does outrageous performances and no one talks about it. Yes. But ESPN is a little biased anyway, but we won't get in that conversation right now. Yeah. Um, worst game of the week for me has got to be the Jags and the Commanders. I'm have to agree with you on that one. That yeah, that's that won't be great. I don't think anyone's gonna tune in unless you're from that area, or that's what you have to watch in that area. I guess it is week one, so people will be tuning in. It's just not gonna be a fun game because you know Commanders. I don't even know anyone on their team. I think Carson Wentz is their quarterback. He is. Carson oh, yes. Don't even get me like, car- started about Carson, Carson Wentz. Wentz. Like, he's we not really, good. He's not. He's not. He's not. Even when he was on the Eagles, whenever they were like, oh, he should win MVP, I just never saw it. And then he got injured, injured, And then Nick injured. Foles comes on Boom. and just wins their Super Bowl for him. Yeah. But And then Jaguars have Trevor Lawrence still. I mean, this is the year he's got to do it. He's got to do something to <sighs> warrant to stay in the NFL this year. This is the year. Yes. And the thing is, I don't really know – if he's up to, for the task, I think he's one of those quarterbacks that's going to kind of get pushed aside, just like a few of the quarterbacks we're seeing these days. But I think once he get his he gets traded and gets on a new team, I think that's where he shines. Well, I think he also just got drafted into a just a horrible a team. horrible. Mess. There's no way horrible coat to like, solve that team with a ugh. with a new quarterback. There's so many things wrong with. It's not even the team. It's it's the whole organization. Plays. That's, if, yeah. if you look at it that way, because I mean, they had the whole from top to bottom, Urban Meyer coaching scandals, all they, that like happened with them. them. There was, yeah. Uh, but I don't see anything good happening to Trevor Lawrence unless he makes it happen somehow. Welcome to a new segment I like to call WTFs. You kind of can tell what that means. Kind of outlander stuff, storylines, what we're feeling, kind of jokes. Um, we're going to dive into the Premier League a little bit. We're going to jump into my favorite club, Arsenal, Gunners. Let's go, Gunners. And their storyline, they are 5-0 and through the Premier League so far. They are at the top of the table. No one thought this, except for me as an Arsenal fan, but, you know, past few years have just made me want to cry each day of my life. So I'm finally getting the storyline I like. So we're going to talk about that a little bit, and we're also going to jump in this whole Liverpool nonsense. You know, Man City, they're probably going to win the league again. I hate to say it, but early Holland, nine goals so far. He has more than Chelsea combined, which is outrageous sad and you know what we can also talk about little uh, Manchester United and what they have going on but Arsenal right now they picked up a lot of good transfers in the summer window to uh, Zinchenko and my boy Gabriel Jesus which makes the third Gabriel in the team funny um, under Martinelli Gabby and Gabriel Jesus the whole team is running right now and if you look the morale of the squad has just been so high. They have been so fun to watch. It is just, it brings me up as a supporter. Any thoughts? I mean, that's, 
Arsenal's your team. I'm a Chelsea fan, so I'm just ha- not having a great year so far. Yeah, it's just been loss after loss. I mean, you just lost to Southampton, so it's, it's looking bad. It's embarrassing. It it's is embarrassing. But I mean, I love it because you know the farther those big teams get down, the more room Arsenal has to play with in staying at the top of the league. And so. potential and potential for Arsenal to just lose it all. It's always there. You know what? I don't think with our squad right now that you know. It's always lingering in the back of the mind being an Arsenal supporter for these past few years where it's just, you know, we had a winning culture, we had a winning way, and then no one wanted to come with us. And no, we couldn't pick any of transfers. We couldn't do anything. It was embarrassing. I didn't like calling myself an Arsenal supporter because it hurt. Um, basically like being a Browns fan for reference. So... But now we can hop into this whole Liverpool. A few weeks ago, though, a few weeks ago, they played Manchester United and they lost two one to an uh, what I a team I say is got to be one of the worst teams. They're they've got to they're picking up a few bit. Uh, Manchester United are figuring some things out, but they're probably floating around tenth at the table at this point. So they lost. To them, and then Liverpool goes and plays Bournemouth with the, which is a club that just got promoted through the Championship and now are in the Premier League. But it is it is embarrassing to see nine nothing. That's un, almost unheard of in soccer. Like it's basically like a foot like a football game at that point. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, that'd be if like an NFL team scored twelve times on another opponent. You just it's wouldn't want to be on the other side of that type of a beating. It almost. is, and it was five nothing at halftime. Yeah, it's like. You know, you and can, there is a you can lot step of on the brakes then, and they just decided, no, we're gonna keep yeah. going. Yeah, I think they need the ego boost, but the memes that were coming out of this thing, I was seeing Bournemouth. Um, they posted a picture of their of their team saying the boys are locked in and ready, and then they get blown out. They weren't <laughs> ready for that. Nothing. It's it's not a good look, no. especially coming up in these first few weeks of of the. Of the league, but then they play. Most recent game was against Newcastle, tied one one through extra time with a little added time at the end, and they scrape by with a goal, two to one. Liverpool wins. I hate it personally. I know you're a Chelsea fan and you hate it, so it's embarrassing. Yeah, it shouldn't have happened. It the really refing was bad. Yeah, it was just. I I all around not a great match. It's it's rough. Yeah. But the whole, you know, Liverpool up and down, I like it so far. They're I think eighth right now on the table, but they they were at the bottom of the table at the beginning of the season. Yeah. So that always makes me happy. Um We're gonna jump into another little segment here called Feelings No Facts. It is just opinion based and we're gonna have fun with it. Uh first thing we're gonna get into a big controversial topic at the moment, which is Live Golf. Let me hear it. I want to hear you, Jackson. Let me let me hear it. So Live Golf just signed the number two golfer, Cameron Smith. He, they signed him for a hundred million dollars up front. A hundred million dollars just to sign. That's not. He hasn't played in a single tournament for them. He hasn't hit one ball in one of those tournaments, and he just got a hundred million dollars. For a little reference too, um, Rory McIlroy just won the Tour Championship, which is like the the, the big, big the big championship. His purse was eighteen million for playing his for, heart out for winning a golf tournament, playing against the best golfers in the world. Eighteen million, where this athlete, another athlete, going to live, gets 
100 million. I mean, we saw Phil Mickelson. He was one of the big first ones to join. I think he made somewhere in the 200 million or maybe 300 million. They range. wanted to give Tiger Woods a bill. They did. Yeah. And he refused them no matter what he it did. was. But Which big ups to Tiger for that, but Yeah. I yeah, I respect Tiger for that because my thoughts on the live golf, I don't think I hope it doesn't go well. And I don't think it will. Because it doesn't one it doesn't have the prestige of the PGA Tour. They are because, brand new though. Yeah. And how I don't, they I came think that's into how, the league is a little different. And I don't think that's why they're going to do great because the PGA Tour has so much history to it. It's got all the historic uh, courses, most of the historic courses in it. And um, Live Golf doesn't have anything. Like, they're not going to be playing on those at those weekends. They don't have a television contract right now. So you can't re- – it's they hard to Saudi watch that Saudi money, them. though. Yeah, but it's hard They'll to watch on. those tournaments right now. Yeah, yeah. Some of the – I saw a clip the other day where someone put it within two inches and the cameraman missed it. Yeah. Embarrassing. Um, but I am going to play devil's advocate because, you know, for a lot of these golfers, they are making, especially right now, they're making not a lot of money playing in true. these big golf tournaments. Yes. So if you come, even in first, you get 80 mil. But they're also giving these, like, this huge figure deals they're giving to the top players of the PGA. So these are the people that are, are that are winning tournaments or they're coming close and they've got probably a lot of sponsorships already so they're making a lot of money from that. It's that would be it'd be better if they were giving these younger athletes right out of college, they were giving but, them big sums of money because then it's like, okay, let's see what they can do. But now that we're given like Phil Mickelson, Cameron Smith, uh, I well, think Well, the Bubba thing is Watson, they're, they're not big enough in the golf industry yet. And that's kind of the problem too because how it's working right now is kind of feel like live golf feels like, we'll say in reference, the NFL, whereas um, PJ Tour feels like the under, like the college. Well, no, I feel like, like the, the ground, the, the farm system. The PGA is like the NFL. The live golf is like this new thing. The XFL, the Rock is doing. Nobody's taking this seriously. Nobody's people are taking it seriously. Which one, live or live? They're I taking mean, it. Ser- There's a lot of money getting thrown around right now, and that's why. But I think once they once they aren't able to get these huge players from the PGA, then I think it's going to start to die down because what are they going to do? Pay some 22 year old who just got out of college 90 million dollars to play for them? No matter They're what, if you're if you're barking up that kind of money, you're going to get people. And I think, and I I don't like playing for the money, but when you're got a, a family to support and you know there's a lot of things going on, a lot of people want fu money, and that's what you're getting to where you can be like, you know what? I was playing 14 plus tournaments. Not all PGA, but I'm playing tournament after tournament after tournament, playing hours on end every day to practice, and I'm barely making any barely money. making any money. Yeah. Some golfers are making a few hundred thousand. Some are making less. Most are making less. Most are making less. The only top few percent, like the Rorys, the Tigers, those kind of people are making those millions of dollars. So if you're getting in a contract, if you walk in and say Liv is standing right there, Jackson, you are the number three golfer in the world right now, clearly because I'm number one. I want to offer you a $100 million contract to play with Live Golf. You you can't tell me you're taking that. Uh, that you're not taking that. That would be difficult, yeah. But just to say you're going to play in a prestigious thing as 
Um, the PGA. Well, these, these live golf players aren't able to. I don't think they're able to play in the Opens. Uh, well, I don't the, think they're able to play in the Masters yet. I don't know if that's actually been decided. That well, might not have been decided. Is, you can't play in Jefferson Cup, I believe. Mm-hmm. Which, um, so for a little reference, the Masters and I believe some of the U.S. Opens are not affiliated, even though it seems that they are. They are not affiliated with the PGA Tour. Their own. They're their own tournament. Yeah. So like the Green Jacket, that's its own thing. So I feel like it's not going to be as hard for those live golf players to jump into those major tournaments because they are not a technical affiliate with PGA. And I also think from the fan perspective, the live golf thing isn't at least going to work out in the first couple of years if they're going to play on these, if they're going to play on like new courses, because you got to think. Augusta, there's a lot of nice courses. Augusta National, I think it was 150 years, wasn't it? This this past Masters, that's a long time. That was um, that's more. That's more. That's well more than one person's lifetime, and that's that's history right there that Live Golf can't get for another hundred years because. But the thing is, they're doing a lot right now to get the millennial crowd in. They're doing a lot of fun stuff at press conferences where they're playing jokes with these. But you got to think these young people that are watching and playing golf, they were they got into it from probably their dad or their mom who watched like these major tournaments. Like you got to think. The thing is, though, a lot of watch, people do not like golf. Yeah, especially watching it. Where I feel like Liv is trying to bring that love of the game back, even though you know their means of doing it, the whole Saudi money is not the best. That's problematic right there in itself. But I like what they're doing with it because they're trying to make it interesting for this younger audience just like how Steph Curry is making the game of basketball more fun he's changing the game they're trying to change the game via social media right now it doesn't look great especially it just feels like a money grab so it's pulling a lot of strings for those true diehard golf fans but if you're getting forked out 100 mil you're gonna get a lot of players but I think as I think it was the BMW cup about a month ago, they had. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a brand new cup they had. And it. the only biggest thing I think they marketed it with was that players who won, I think, got $20 million or $12 million. And it's like, I know. I know they're going to make millions of dollars if they win. That's not going to get me to watch it just yeah. because you tell me, oh, they're going to win $20 million. So if Live Golf tells everybody, like, oh, the person who wins this gets $75 million, it's like, okay. I know everybody who signed with you just signed hundreds of millions of dollars. The thing is, too, they're all guaranteed money once they play in the tournament. Yeah. Which is different from the PGA. But PGA then, is tough. And then you have to think, if they're guaranteed $100 million, $150 million, are they going to be playing at their best? Because, yes, it's a lot less money in the PGA. And, yes, it is a lot more historic. So a lot of people, a lot of people know what the PGA is, if you say that. Um, but winning those hard courses and difficult courses that require a lot of skill a lot of mastery to win it's it brings out the best in that golfer but if you're playing on some live golf course and i've got and i've played on this live golf course and i've got 150 million dollars sitting in my bank account right now i'm not playing for like giving it my all because i know i i have money enough money to last me for the rest of my life yeah um i feel like a lot of the pga players are definitely gonna have a chip on their shoulder especially with all that's going on in the, in in live golf right yeah. now. It's definitely going to be hard for the PGA to keep up 
I am excited so though. So much money with all these players leaving. I'm excited for like younger talents to come out. That will be fun because that's going to be good. Seeing a new age of uh, talent just really shine. In a these, lot of people coming off the corn ferry through college. Yep. It'll be good. It'll be it'll be good. We'll find a lot of talent that otherwise we would not find. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that'll definitely be interesting, and I am going to be excited to see what they come up with because I know um, Tiger and Rory are coming out with a new thing. I don't know all the logistics behind it yet, but it's basically going to be played in a stadium. It's all basically off mats, and you're playing. It's it's a weird concept. It's basically like a video game, but in person. Yeah. Um, It's in its early stages of development right now. I am excited to see where this goes, though. Yeah. Because I feel like you can find out a lot of uh, organization once they try and get that competition in here. So that'll definitely be interesting. Well, I would like to take a quick thank you to one of the producers of this show. His name is John Jacob Drew Heimer Schmidt. He has three first names. Yes, that is true. And I'm just, you know, poking a little fun at him, but he did do a lot for this podcast. He set up all these cameras, got them formatted, got them white balanced, everything. Set up all these mics. Got everything going good. So a big shout out to him. Big shout out to Jackson for coming out. I appreciate that. It was really Um, fun. Really fun. Really fun having this this whole thing set up. We did a podcast for Jackson before this called uh, Garbage Reels. Make sure to check that out on all streaming platforms. And you can also check this out on all streaming platforms. And hopefully YouTube this will be up on. So we're going to figure that all out as the first podcast. But thank you for watching and listening. And we'll see you next week.